thank you again, Our Lady of Victory School Chorus, and especially to Principal Sheila Martinez. We appreciate her sharing her students with us for this afternoon. Now as my final act, it is my pleasure to introduce our keynote speaker, Jason Battelle, who is Acting Assistant Secretary and Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary for Elementary and Secondary Education at the U.S. Department of Education. An educator, he began his career as a Teach for America Corps member, teaching at Booker T. Washington Middle School in West Baltimore. He went on to serve as founding principal and executive director of KIPP Baltimore. Most recently, before joining the administration, he was executive director of Maryland CAN, advocating for policies that ensure all children in the state receive a quality education. He began his service at the department as senior White House advisor for education before being named acting assistant secretary. He holds a bachelor's and master's degree in English from the University of Pennsylvania and a master's degree in education administration and supervision from National Lewis University in Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Acting Assistant Secretary Jason Battelle. Good afternoon. Let's give all the student performers another round of applause. They were fantastic. Thanks very much, Adam, for the introduction. And it's very exciting and quite an honor for me to be here with all of you. Let me start things off by offering my sincerest congratulations for working so hard for your students and just as importantly for leading them to achieve positive results. Those results tell me that you've not only worked harder but smarter in order to make a measurable difference in the lives of the young people you serve. As a former principal and teacher, I know how much work goes into preparing students for success. You're often at school late nights, early mornings, long weekends. You invest your time, energy, and heart. You experience life's lows and highs along with your students. Being an educator takes innovation, inspiration, and a commitment to continuous improvement. It takes care, compassion, and courage to be a champion for kids. And to have it come together like you all have done is an amazing accomplishment. This year's cohort of 342 schools have achieved extremely high standards and have thus won recognition by the National Blue Ribbon Schools Program. That's out of over 130,000 schools nationwide. So you're an exceptional company here today. If I did my math correctly, I was an English major as you heard, but if I did my math correctly, approximately one quarter of 1% of schools in this country are chosen for this honor every year. To illustrate how dramatic the odds are in this equation, allow me to offer the tried and true sports analogy. Anyone who has ever played sports as a student probably fantasized about going pro at some point. But the odds of playing at the most elite level of sports are a long shot, even for young athletes that excel in high school and college sports. According to an NCAA study, only 1.7% of college football players, 1.3% of college hockey players, and 1.2% of male and 0.9% of female college basketball players wind up playing at the professional level. In other words, you have a better chance of being a professional athlete than you do a national blue ribbon school. So being selected for this prestigious award places all of you among the nation's education all-stars. Again, congratulations. This is something you all can be rightfully very proud of. 
One thing I'm honored to be helping Secretary DeVos accomplish, and I know you'll be hearing from her as well, is taking steps to reshaping the federal role in education. We respect the creative, thoughtful work you're doing to dramatically improve student outcomes, and we want to make that work easier for you. To be effective, this work must happen at the grassroots level, school by school, district by district, and state by state. If I had the time, I would go into detail about all of the efforts that are being carried out by the schools here today. Each of you, in your way, is demonstrating what it means to successfully address the unique needs of each individual student. Thank you again for leading on this very important issue. Ultimately, I think we would all agree that those closest to a challenge know best how to solve it. That means our job at the U.S. Department of Education is to ensure that everything from decision-making authority to budgetary discretion rests to the greatest degree possible with those closest to students. It means trusting local stakeholders, principals, teachers, families, and communities to get the job done the right way. Secretary DeVos and I trust in parents to choose educational programs that will best lead their children to success. And we believe state and local leaders like you and your hardworking colleagues deserve the freedom to select the best strategies for schools and classrooms. The good news is this is happening in a growing number of districts and states, and we need to continue to empower educators to design instruction and inform policy. If we want to really help students, we need to focus on investing in and supporting them and enabling parents to choose the environment that meets their children's academic, social, and emotional needs. We need to move beyond counterproductive debates that pit one type of school model against another and recognize that every child deserves to be served by the model that is best for her or him. The diversity of excellent approaches in this room makes that point inescapably clear. Secretary DeVos and I are passionate about supporting states, districts, schools, and educators to provide quality options that serve students so each student can grow. Every school should be held accountable, and they should all first and foremost be directly accountable to their parents and communities and states. We believe that with great teaching, safe and healthy learning environments, and equitable access to resources and support, all students can fulfill their unlimited potential. That's the beauty of the National Blue Ribbon Schools program. You have convincingly shown that real progress can be made in education by taking ownership at the local level. That is a great legacy. Now let's talk briefly about something many of us are deeply engaged with, the Every Student Succeeds Act, also known as ESSA. ESSA provides an invaluable framework for this effort. At the department, we look forward to supporting strong, innovative education systems designed by parents, teachers, and education leaders across the country to fit their state and local contexts. And we're excited through ESSA's weighted student funding pilot to make sure that all students have the resources they need. This pilot gives us at the department the opportunity to empower up to 50 districts to allocate federal funds based on student needs and get as much of that funding as possible directly into individual schools. Those same districts can then use the dollars in the best way they know how to help all of their students achieve at high levels. School districts with weighted student funding have the opportunity to allocate resources according to each student's need. And more students in more effective schools led by entrepreneurial principals like those in this room means higher student achievement. On the whole, ESSA strikes the right balance of accountability and flexibility, critical when it comes to getting education right for every student. It also includes several specific provisions that bring us closer to our goal of ensuring that every student has access to a world-class education. Among them, ESSA holds all students to high standards that prepare them for success in college and careers. 
It ensures accountability by guaranteeing that when students fall behind, states redirect resources into what works to help them and their schools improve, with a focus on the lowest performing schools, high schools with high dropout rates, and schools with achievement gaps. It empowers state and local decision makers to develop their own strong systems for school improvement based on evidence. It allows and encourages states to measure school quality based on metrics that include, among several other important metrics, test scores. It requires states to provide information parents and educators need to make sure students are learning and to make the best choices for students to succeed. It establishes new resources for proven strategies that will spur reform and drive opportunity and better outcomes for our country's children. One of Secretary DeVos's first actions was to release a revised consolidated state plan template for states submitting their plans to implement ESSA. This was an important step in clarifying the federal role in education and empowering local stakeholders to make decisions that best serve their students. Secretary DeVos strongly and rightly believes that the power to make things happen belongs to state and local officials. If we are to maximize this opportunity, it is critical to exercise this power by answering the question, in whose interest is the power being used? That's the responsibility side of the equation. If our answer to this question is always the students in the classroom, then we will have struck the appropriate balance between power and responsibility. Before I wrap up, I want to thank the Blue Ribbon team here at the department, especially Abakumi and Francis Hopkins, for all their help in seeing this program through from start to finish every year, so all these exceptional schools have a platform to shine. I also want to thank our partners at NAESP, AMLE, and NASSP for their continued support of the program, and all of our partners at the State Departments of Education, CAPE, and the Department of Defense Education Agency for identifying schools for recognition as National Blue Ribbon Schools. I also want to thank and congratulate this year's Terrell H. Bell awardees for outstanding school leadership who are about to be recognized. School leadership is a subject that is near and dear to me, and I know how important it is to building a culture of success at any school. A principal's job is extremely difficult and absolutely crucial to student success and to the future of our country. A great principal cares deeply about the work they do and passionately believes that every student can and deserves the opportunity to succeed. Each one of the principals being recognized today has an incredible story. I only wish I had more time to celebrate each individual's accomplishments. The positive impact that you have in shaping the lives of your students deserves to be celebrated today and every day. We are truly grateful that all the principals in this room are so committed to our nation's children. You are an elite group of talented leaders. It is our job to support you and recognize that principals are absolutely critical to moving education forward. And the same is true for everyone here at today's celebration. The work you have all done to put students' best interests first, to build on their strengths and guide them to reach higher is transformational. All the students you serve have great promise and talent. Each one deserves an equal chance. Each one deserves a great education, one that will help them to rise above adversity and make their mark on the world. They are the next generation of American leaders and it's our shared responsibility to prepare them for success. A great education can and does shape the course of our lives, the health of our communities, and the progress of our nation. Thank you again for the impact you have on the lives of young people and for giving us the opportunity to honor you today.